yeah! At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of The Takedown. As always, brought to you by Phone Soap. Go to phonesoap.com and get the first ever tanning bed for your phone. Charges your phone to 100% completion. And uh, I can't even say that like without laughing. Um, and it also sanitizes your phone 99.9% using UV ray lights. Super cool thing. Go to phonesoap.com, use the code TAKEDOWN. And also... If you're ever having computer issues, go to quicksesh.io and drop the hashtag takedown in the uh, in the little submission form or whatever, and you get a little discount there. Uh, today's guest is my brother from another mother coming back for another episode. What is up, dude? Hello, sir. I like it. You, so you like we, <laughs> we were talking before we started recording about how he was going to introduce himself. Um, and then we were talking, like, we actually kind of started a little, a little segment and then, uh, you decided to change it up. Yeah. yeah. What is, what is the motive behind that? I don't know. (laughs) You're just trying to ignore it. You're just like, I don't know. (laughs) I do want to know why my name on here is Scott Tidley boy. Dude, so the name of the recording, was that Siri? That was Siri. Bro, come on, rookie move. I didn't even do it. She heard Scott Tidley boy and she got excited. She got excited. (laughs) Bro, you're, the name of this recording is Scotty Bubba Blackburn Fox Dog because before we started recording, me and Scotty were doing a mic check and I told him to say the sentence, <laughs> the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, which contains every letter of the alphabet and he did not believe me. He Googled it shortly after and then he couldn't even pronounce it. Like, he couldn't even say it. Yeah, I've said it like wrong seven times, I think. I'm not even going to attempt to say it again. Yeah, it's, um, we're, it's, it's spilled milk, my boy. We, we moved on. Yeah, you can't unspill milk if I've ever learned anything in life. Do you remember the movie Big Daddy where he just puts the newspaper on it? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he do it multiple times throughout the movie? Throughout the entire movie. <laughs> uh, you just, you went to the dentist today, man. How was that? I did. I mean, it was a long, long day. You know? Isn't dentistry, like, fascinating? It is. I kind of wish they had, like, a camera, you know, on the lights they shine down on you? I wish they had a camera on that that, like, showed you what they were doing. I wish they made like a TV show where you could just watch other people get yeah. dental work. I follow a guy on TikTok named the Bentist. He's like a dentist. Do you you know who I'm talking about? Is his name Ben? Probably. Um, <laughs> but his his at is like Bentist, like B E N T I S T, and he does like a lot of dances and stuff. But he also tells you like myths about teeth and whatnot. Did you ever have braces? I really don't think you did when we were. No, I didn't. Up. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember you ever having braces. Uh, you know, people like actually take their braces off, like their self. What? How? Aren't those like, bro, kind of like cemented to your teeth? Yeah, bro. You know how painful that would be. I watched a dude on YouTube pull one of his wisdom teeth out with a pair of pliers. That sounds utterly traumatic. That looked pretty painful. My best friend yeah, Michael Ernest cut his own cast off one time and tried to play a game of football afterwards. <laughs> How'd that go? Needless to say, the coach would not play him. <laughs> oh, like a professional game, like a football game. Yeah, dude, like we were in like, he was in like 10th grade. I think I might have been in like I 11th. thought you meant like he was at the park. No, bro. He had a, he brought like a screwdriver out of his car and like a hammer and we just started beating the hell out of his cast and then we started <laughs> ripping it and and then we finally got, got it off and he he was like, hey coach, put me in. And he, our coach was like, uh, no, I'm good. 
It is what it is, man. It is, do what? You are a liability. Yeah, no, you, you know, it, it is, is a liability. It is what it is, man. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm super fascinated by dentistry, man. I like Google a lot of dentistry. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I'm like really, like my curiosity has peaked when it comes to like teeth. And like, I find myself staring at like other people's teeth. Like you ever do that? Yeah, I do that. I think that's rude. I feel like it's probably a rude thing to do. Probably. Do you, where do you stare at? Like when you, when you're talking to somebody, like where do you look? I stare at like their upper lip. Is that weird? Most of the time? If you're talking to a girl and she's got a little a little finite mustache, then yeah, it probably would be a little, <laughs> a little <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, <laughs> But yeah, like I don't know. I don't know why I do it either. Looking at people in the eyes for too long like weirds me out. Dude, I'm the same way. I think it's where we're like anxious people though, because if I look you in the eyes for too long, then I feel like I'm maybe giving you like a weird vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't wanna like I don't wanna offend you, but I also uh, don't want you to think that like you can like like jump over me if that makes sense like I don't want you to think that I'm disrespecting you but I also don't want you to think that like you're the alpha you, I like, don't believe in that whole alpha male mentality like you stare somebody in the eyes you're, you're saying you're the alpha I don't believe that I, uh, I'm not sure that if like because you know people take things differently so like if somebody's like talking to you and you keep looking away like sometimes people are gonna think that like i don't know you're like i'm gonna start staring at people's eyes just to see where they look you just imagine you guys staring at each other's eyes and like some soft slow r&b just starts playing in the background camera starts panning into each one of these faces slowly bow wow 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 I've been really trying, baby. Dude, I, I feel sorry for anybody that just heard me singing, but that is one of my all-time favorite songs. What if what if real life worked like a musical? It'd be terrible, dude. I hate musicals. I do, too. I can't stand them. You know what musical was good? was The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, Corpse Bride was okay, too. Oh. I think, like, mostly Tim any Burton. of them that Tim Burton did, yeah. Yeah, Tim Burton's so good, bro. It's a, It's like Tim Burton's season right now, too. It's spooky season. I ain't watched a single spooky movie. Bro, I can't believe you haven't seen Blah Manor yet. No, I haven't. So, I just now seen a thing today that's, that like gives you an order of how all the Annabelle movies go. I didn't know there was like a chronological order. I thought you just watched them in the order they came out. Wait, uh, so what was the first in that? Like The Conjuring, right? Or The Conjuring's no, part the of The Nun was the first one. Supposedly. By okay. this thing I read. But what I'm, what I'm saying, like The Conjuring is part of that, correct? Yeah, that was the first movie that was like that came out that okay. started it. Yeah, dude, that's like one of my favorite movies. It's a creepy movie, man. It really is, bro. I mean, you were talking about it this like two days ago, but like if I moved in one of those houses, bro, I'm just straight dipping. Yeah, I'm out, bro. Dude, I'm not playing with no ghost, bro. When I had Liz on the podcast and she was telling me about um, like about her her spooky ghost house, I was like, bro, I would straight dip out. She was so calm with it. Like, do you fight a ghost, do you think? You said, can I punch it in the mouth and tell it to leave me alone for a little bit? She's like, no, I don't think that would help. <laughs> do you remember, um, do you remember Scary Movie 2? Oh my, when the, the ring chick starts coming out of the TV, she's <laughs> beating the shit out of her. <laughs> get back out of you, get my floors all wet. Cindy, come in here, I'm beating her ass. God, that was I kind of always wanted to watch a, like a horror movie where the 
you know, the people fight back and do like an actual good job. Not like, you know, of course everybody fights back against Jason and eventually somebody comes out on top for a minute, but what's really uh, perplexing to me is like, um, like when Jason or like Michael Myers like survives, like, because those are like essentially like just normal everyday people who are just like deranged. Yeah. Right. Yeah, then they always go into some weird other angle that makes them immortal. Yeah, Michael Myers is like a complete human, right? Yeah, he's just like a little twisted kid. Did you did you ever watch the Rob Zombie version of those movies? Yeah, I like the first one. The second I, one's awful. That's what I was about to say, man. The first one was so good, and the, the second one, just it did not deliver. Jamie Lee Curtis is an absolute fox, though. No, man. What? You don't think no. she's aging great? I never thought she looked that great young. She's eating all that activity, bro. She's aging like a fine wine, my boy. Got her daily fiber. <laughs> and daily fiber, bro. Time out. I'm echoing again in your side. The uh, the saxophone is like the coolest instrument, though. I think. Yeah, most definitely. Remember like, when a saxophone breakdown hits in a song? I'm there. I'm a hundred percent in. You do, there's just something about it that just makes you uh, you just feel wild, like a like a Sasquatch or like maybe a nudist on a beach somewhere. It makes you feel free, man. Free. Liberating. Liberating. Speaking of liberation, uh, I voted today. Have you? I have not, but I am registered. Gonna go do that. It took me all of 10 seconds, but I had to redo my ballot twice because um, I think when I was writing, like when I was filling in the bubbles, I smudged it. And the thing wouldn't register. Like it said, like a little error came up on the thing that I'd selected more than one uh, candidate. And I was like, really? What? Yeah. It was really weird, bro. Are we, are we like allowed to talk about that stuff? I don't really care. But... Yeah, smudging a vote? Smudging a vote. <laughs> that might be the episode name. Smudging the vote. Smudging the vote. What a weird time, man. What a weird time. Dude, I have a super cool episode lined up for you, bro. I have recently gotten a phone number for the podcast, right? I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, so if anybody wants to call in right to the podcast, it's 502-694-0749. It is a Louisville, Kentucky phone number. Um, How'd you I, get that? I just like went online and like just like bought it. Okay. <laughs> I tried to buy a Pittsburgh number and uh, it didn't work. Like they they couldn't give me one, so they gave me a Louisville, Kentucky one, which I'm cool with. I mean, Louisville, Kentucky's got a like a mountain bike park underground. They also are home of the famous Louisville Slugger. I've heard that. I don't believe it's true though. You don't think it's true? No. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna cycle through some calls, and I mean you're gonna just kind of handle them one by one. Is that cool with you? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> All right, this is the very first one. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. All right. Go vote, bitch! If your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle. Hallelujah! Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, hi. Good that was a hard hitter. That was a hard hitter right there. Good afternoon to you as well. I like the message that you are spreading. You know, get out and go vote. 
Yeah, everybody should go vote. And if your aunt did have balls, she would be your uncle, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that with today's, you know, today's. I can't even speak, bro. That today's, got me. That got me. Today's up. climate. <laughs> In today's day and age. Ain't that wrong with y'all having nuts? You know? Is she is she still your aunt though? Uncle Linda, man. Uncle Linda. Yep. Aunt Eddie. Aunt Eddie. Aunt Rick. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh moving on. And please don't ever he, call he, here is, again. Is that was that guy he sounded Canadian? Uh, I actually, I looked at my demographic the other day, my analytics. I don't really have a huge Canadian following. Maybe that was the one Canadian follower you do have. But I don't know why he'd be telling us to go vote, so he'd have to be American. That is very true. So, uh, all right, so let's dive into the second call. Uh, hello, Mason. This is Mason. Good afternoon, Mason. Glad to have you. Thank you for the call. The more that this call goes, I'm starting to think this might be <laughs> this might be a spam call. Uh, my doctor called me today and he told me that uh, it was a mix up and that my penis is actually huge. So I... Wait, did you, uh... did you say his penis is huge? Well, uh, yeah, okay. Just wanted to call and relay good message to you. And uh, uh, I wanted to wish Happy Ramadan and Happy New Year to your family. All the best, Mershon. Bye-bye. Well, Mason. Uh, honored for the call, buddy. I'm glad that Mason had that misunderstanding, you know, corrected, you know. He gets some uh, confidence back in his life. What kind of doctor do you go to that tells you, hey, you got a little penis, and then they call you back to say, hey, it's actually Never mind, pretty... bro, it's massive. <laughs> that thing, dude, you got a hog, bro. Sorry for lying. Used to call you Third Leg Larry back in high school, didn't they, Mason? <laughs> Monster, uh, monstrous Mason. Wow, yeah, this phone, getting a phone number for the podcast was an incredibly terrible idea, but I absolutely But ha this. happy Ramadan and New Year to him as well. Yeah, I mean, we're only in October, but yeah, happy New Year. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, let's keep going. It, Mershan, uh, it did me again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what, dude, the number's out there for... <laughs> The number's there for a reason. I mean, you're more than welcome to call as many times as you want. Uh, the doctor called me back and he told me that uh, there was no mistake. Uh, oh no, this got dark quick. The, there was a, a baby's fire sitting on his desk and that the... He got paperwork mixed up, and he put baby files away, and it does turn out that my penis is, in fact, very, very small. Does, uh, I'm not sure if he sounds Russian or maybe, uh, maybe an Indian. That's a cool accent, though, regardless. Regardless, yeah, but that's, you know, to address this, uh, your doctor's got some HIPAA problems going on. <laughs> your doctor's not very organized, my guy. Yeah, he, he yeah, that's, okay. And now I feel very bad anytime I go to the hospital. Uh, so, so not 
supplement or I have a very small penis, but there is also a baby now that has a larger penis than I do. <laughs> I like his, um, <laughs> I like his, um, I like his reasoning. You can tell he's a very Ain't nothing critical, to be ashamed of, man. He's a very critical thinker. You can, you can Ain't nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, well, let's finish Look, Mason, this. sometimes we just dealt. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I didn't know there was more. No, no, no. Just let <laughs> it finish, please. Please let it finish. We'll go over the whole what, thing. What should I do? I am very lost. Uh, once again, happy Ramadan to you and your family and a very happy new year. All right. Um... You got any advice for... Uh... I'm going to take the wheel on this one, all right, man? Look, ain't nothing to be ashamed of, man, okay? Life, life comes at you in many different packages, Mason, all right? And, uh, you know, don't be ashamed of going to the, the doctor, okay? They're, they're professionals. They're not going to snicker at you, you know? There's there's things you can do, you know? There's, uh, there's tools you could use, you know? There's medical procedures you could go through, but, you know, don't be ashamed. Hold your, hold your head high, Mason. Happy Ramadan and New Year. The more so, um, are we in? Can you Google if we're in Ramadan right now or if it's even near? I, I, I can't. <laughs> Let me just uh, you go ahead and give your advice to Mason and I'll, uh, I'll, um, dude, you know, it's it's one of them things, bro. It's one of those things. <laughs> Ramadan was in April, my god. <laughs> All right, well, that's in the United States. I don't know what country he's from, so it might be roaming on somewhere else. I can guarantee it's not the new year yet. Uh, you know, you know, but there, you know, you can get hooked up on Bluetooth. Uh, you know, run some eighty-seven octane in that thing, and maybe it'll straighten itself out. You never know. Let's take another call to get. To get a... <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, if this one's nice, bro, I'm gonna die. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Hey, Brandy. Why are you answering them like they're phone calls? <laughs> because you have to show that you support these voicemails. We, we, we talk about it at the end. Look, man, this ain't even my show. I know how to do this. Man. You know what? Let me let me start the whole thing over. Okay. Are you ready? Can yeah. I answer the Can I answer the voicemail now? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yes, it's Excellent question, Brandy. When I find out, I will definitely let you know. <laughs> I, uh, you, dude, you know this is like a really tough one because not everybody uh, works the same. It's very true. You, you got to kind of find what your outlet is. To like, um, your outlet is jujitsu and boxing, right? Like that helps you deal with your anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Um, not only that, you know, finding an outlet, but also finding people that you're comfortable to talk about your, your stresses and your anxieties with is a big, uh, you know, a big portion of it as well. Yeah. I think that also goes to, uh, you got to find your own thing. Cause I don't like talking about mine. You know? I, uh, I literally, when I am feeling anxious, I like to call Scotty and when Scotty's feeling anxious, he does not like to answer the phone. It's very true. We talked about that the other day. We uh, yeah, we've been uh, running circles around each other for about two weeks now. To answer your question, Brandy, um, I don't know. I don't know. You got to figure it out on your own. I know that's like really shitty advice. 
Um, Very shitty advice. You know, some people turn to like you know religion. Some people turn to uh, friends. Some people turn to hobbies. Uh, however, you turn to deal with it, as long as it's not uh, drugs or alcohol or the occasional um, you know homicide. I would say you're doing pretty good. Would yeah. you? Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, you can do all kinds of like, exercise, and if it gets it gets really bad enough, you could talk to a healthcare practitioner. You know, I hope Mason's not having some anxiety right now. He probably is though. Boy, I hope he is. I hope he calls it in too. That was that literally made my day. The second voicemail really really got me you know what's funny is like i can see the like the phone numbers that call but i didn't even realize that it was the same phone number <laughs> i was just so excited we got a couple i wish calls. that was the only two we had got that'd <laughs> <laughs> have been a very lackluster segment <laughs> uh, we got one more though if you're uh, if you're ready to but uh it. but just going back on that one just try to find just try different things yeah. Try different things to like if if exercising doesn't work and a hobby doesn't work. I mean, I'm sure that if you googled it there's probably a list of things that people have found that minimize anxiety. Uh a lot of people will also start taking up a hobby to kind of cure their uh, stress and anxiety and they'll actually get really into it. Uh so you got to make sure that whenever you put yourself into into these uh hobbies and whatnot, it's something that you can um, I guess uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Scott? You can you can maintain, right? Because you don't want to be really stressed out, blow your entire bank account on buying a little uh, fixer upper off Facebook Marketplace, and then once oh, you get yeah. it fixed up, then you're <laughs> then you're like, just anxious uh, driving a new car. Like people who buy those um, they're like RC cars, but they're the ones that are like they actually have an engine; they're not battery operated. You can sink a lot of money into doing that. And then, like you said, at the end of the day, you're broke. It's probably not going to help with your stress. I uh, I agree. I've never drove one of those little RC cars, but I do agree. Me neither. I had a friend one time that had a drone, and he was flying it low over a yard, and a dog jumped up and grabbed it. <laughs> Just snatched that it out sucks, of the air. That sucks, because drones are not cheap. No, they're not. Could you imagine? Man. Have you seen the videos of people shooting the drones? No, people do that? Yeah, if, if like, somebody flies a drone in, like, a, a certain person's yard, like, they'll just oh, shoot Oh, like, classified? Oh, I think you mean, like, classified airspace. No, 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 no. Like, just your redneck neighbor, Tom, and he's just outside with his, <laughs> you know, feeding his cows, and he just sees a drone go over and just, you know, pop it. You haven't seen those videos? No, but I need to look them up. <laughs> just go to YouTube and just type in uh, homemade footage drone shot down. And, like, they're just, like, getting a really pretty landscape view. And then you just see this redneck just pop it. Shotgun pellets flying past. <laughs> uh, we did get one more call this week. Um, it is a doozy, let me tell you. Because, you know, it shows me a transcript of what the... <laughs> <laughs> Of what the text says, so let me just uh, in it. So for Masons, it said transcript non-available. So um, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say the accent is probably what what ham- hampered that. May have been. So do you think parallel universes are real, and the future Nazi coin that was found in Mexico 
a fake or actually something that was dropped off by Tom Traffler? Let me know. Thanks. Uh, and this, kids, is why you do not drink the bong water. Um, Have you heard about this Nazi toy? I've actually not. Have you? Yes. Is it, like, big news? It was... There was a dude on TikTok that, like... He does these um, things you don't know that's happening right now. Things, right, videos? Mm-hmm. And there was a Nazi coin that was found... I think it was in New Mexico. And it's a legit coin, and it's got a date of, like, 2036 on it. And it says New Germany on it. So people are wondering, like, if somebody made it and then... It just got kind of lost, or if it's real, like you said, like if it was dropped off by a time traveler. Uh, I don't know, man. It's hard to even tell. I would like to think that somebody probably just made it as like a gag and then just dropped it. Somebody randomly found it, but the Mandela effect, bro. I don't know. I created. Maybe we did open up a. I created a clothing company one time. And it doesn't have to do with anything. <laughs> it does. It does. I created a clothing company one time, right? And I printed a couple shirts and then I did not uh, pursue it. So there are a couple shirts just, you know, kind of flying around under the radar of this company that truthfully never existed. Do you understand where I'm going as with the, this? Anyway, as a coin, I think it's fake. I think it's probably fake. But parallel universes, I think, are probably real. Um, <sighs> that's a very depressing sigh. I feel <laughs> I don't know what to think about. <laughs> I don't know what to think about parallel universes because sometimes have you ever been out and you see somebody that looks eerily like you? I've never seen them in person, but I've seen them on like a just random social media. I seen a guy that looked just like me in Kmart one time in Abingdon. Which I think that place had a lot of spooky juju going on there. No, Kmart. Are you being facetious? Are you? I'm being for real. I never got any spooky vibes from Kmart. Mm, I don't know. I always thought I was being watched the entire time I was in there. You were. I probably <clears throat> thought you was a punk teenager that was going to steal an MP3 player. I used to go in there and read books. Sometimes I just post That's up. Probably why they looked at you. Weird. I just I just post up and just start reading a book. You know, I was at Food City the other day, and I found myself trying to go to the magazine aisle, and I don't think that's a thing anymore. Oh, they're not, are they? Oh, and I it's was because like, of why did I want to just randomly do that? It's because of damn TikTok, bro. Oh, yeah, I think that's it. I respectfully disagree. Regardless, I don't. I've never heard of this Nazi coin. Um, I'll, I'll I, send you a link to it later. You send me a link, bro, because I'm very in the dark apparently. But I. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take a wild swing and say that it's Halloween season, uh, spooky season. Somebody's probably, uh, they've probably got a whole uh, uh, white supremacy uh, haunted house. I was going to say they got a whole bag of them. They probably do. They're, that's what I'm getting at. They probably have a whole bag of them, and every time you go through this haunted house, they probably give you one. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, bro. It's We're also at a time where you're starting to see racists a little bit more open. As she yeah, but why would it be time stamp 2036? Just to mess with people. You ain't never... Dude, I spray painted my name one time on the side of a, uh, a dumpster. 
JT 2018. It was like 2012 when I was in this. Yeah, but wouldn't the coins say 2022 or something? 2036 was a very random year. When was Fallout? Do you remember Fallout 4? When was that timeline set? I have no idea. What a good I game. Google it, though. Such a great game. Great game. The parallel universe thing, I don't know. I'm not really sold on it, but I kind of am at the same time. I'm a very religious man as well. So I have uh, my own belief system based around my religion and whatnot. But I do think that there is a huge possibility um, that there are other universes out there that are probably acting in a very similar manner to ours. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Do you believe Fallout in parallel? Four took place in twenty two eighty seven. See, the white supremacists are trying to not get copyrighted. <laughs> Out of all the things that they worry I about, I mean, I copyright think it's possible. is one of them. <laughs> when you listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about how big the the uni- or the universe is, I mean, it's, it's it seems pretty possible. You know what I heard uh, recently that kind of. Um, kind of like really blows my mind is like essentially everybody has a multiverse inside of them because you're the only main character of your story does that make sense I understand that. no it doesn't sorry i had to clear my throat um so essentially you're living your life right mm-hmm. and in your life you are the main character am i right mm-hmm. if you if you cast yourself <laughs> <laughs> you cast yourself as like a little background actor in your own story then damn man you need to uh you mason to... might be doing that don't yeah don't. yeah um so so if you what i'm saying is in in your own mind you're essentially the main character of your own story right because you're living your own life so essentially everyone around you is their own like like their background characters essentially right mm-hmm even if they're supporting actors, supporting actress, they're still a background character. So essentially, inside of your head, you have an entire world that is happening and how you perceive it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. In my head, I have a world You're the main character. similar to yours, yes, but it's all based on how my main character, a.k.a. me, and I... And pers- I'm a side character. Yeah. So does that make sense? Like... That's a stupid theory, bro. Anyway, let's let's continue. We got any more calls? Well, not now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, we have literally been trying to record for like what, like over an hour now. <clears throat> Long time. Look, and if there's an echo, if I'm echoing, that's his fault. He wouldn't fix it. He's he said it's fine. He's, he's not fun. echoing. He's not echoing, bro. The fights this weekend. And by the way, I know a lot of people that tune in don't really care about fights, but I do. We'll just run through it really fast. And Scotty does, dude. The fights over the weekend. Holy shit. Hey man, I don't know if I like them being at two o'clock. It was weird, wasn't it? Threw off your whole it made day. my whole day weird. Yeah. As soon as the fights were done at like five or six or whatever, I was already like ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I went out, but like I was like super tired feeling afterwards. It was, it was weird. I felt kind of depressed, honestly. <laughs> I know that and sounds it, really. When funny. he fought Dustin, it was the same way, wasn't it? It, it was. was it was yeah. at your baby shower. We was watching it at your baby shower. Oh, we were on a phone. <laughs> bro that's so crazy yeah i mean i don't know man to me you know and i'm gonna go ahead and take back all the habib hate that i've put out in the world because to me justin gaethje was the guy to get it done against khabib 
and the fact that he couldn't even put together uh, an offense nor a defense, bro, like that just solidifies it. Like Khabib is the best. Yeah, I mean, Justin really won my respect against Ferguson, man. And I was, for a second, I thought maybe he was right. Like maybe he was the guy to make Khabib look like a human being. But uh, pretty sure he's just a bear wearing a human being's costume. You know, I don't, you, I don't. You remember Donnie Darko? Why are you wearing that stupid human suit? Yeah, yeah, that's that's Khabib wearing a stupid human suit, man. That guy's unreal. And like, there was always the possibility he was going to retire after this fight going into it and like i thought that but like watching him retire was really sad man bro no lie i um i went back and like started watching a bunch of old you know the anatomy of a fighter where they follow him to dagestan and you told me you watched the next the dagestan chronicles or whatever Dude, they're they're so emotional watching him now and like Didn't I'm you say his dad like one of the last thing his dad posted was talking about an eagle like watching the eagle fly was so peaceful yeah, let me go bring that up just so I can read the caption. Um, and of course, it's being translated from Russian to uh, like to English. Uh, and dual my nap. Um, so it's like worded slightly different than it's worded, what we would be used to. Yeah. And there's there's like a couple other things, you know. Like five days ago, they posted um, they posted kind of like his legacy and that the account is now going to be the school of. Uh, Abdulmanop like on his Instagram or whatever and then before that it was like a little thank you to uh, ambulance workers right and then <clears throat> excuse me just a couple things about like Khabib but then one of the last things that really resonated with me was uh, it's a video of an eagle he posted April the 12th and he said not everything works out as we want I believe the best will trust in the almighty and then before that um he had posted this video of an eagle flying, and it says, the translation says, I've been spending more more lately in the mountains, so more time, uh, yeah. I've been spending more time lately in the mountains in my native place uh, with Sildi, which I'm not sure what, uh, that might be like a, like a friend or like a family member. Um, but it says the eagle's homeland calms me down, nothing more beautiful than an eagle flight. And I was like, that's so crazy, because like it talks about in the, the Dagestani Chronicles, how Khabib wanted his nickname. So apparently, I'm just going to kind of back up for you. The reason Khabib picked the Eagle as his nickname is because they were worried that American viewers wouldn't know how to pronounce his name. And so they wanted something to call him. So him and his father came up with the Eagle uh, because it's it's native to Dagestan, A, and B, because um, the Eagle, like what it represents is like, like protection and peace and like that's what he wanted to be for his his people was like the protector and the uh like the mascot of his people essentially and i was just like that's so crazy and then they named like the the mma school over there eagles mma after that it it's just crazy it's just so crazy and watching him return and the to, fact that he um go ahead i'm sorry oh it was just, i was just saying it was so sad like you you hit it right on the head like it was sad watching him retire and like to see where he was like, uh, he he wanted to get Justin in an armbar, but he chose the triangle choke because he knew Justin was going to tap, and he didn't want to like mess Justin's arm up in front of his parents. Like that shows how respectful of a person he is, you know. Absolutely. He's not like another UFC champ who's saying he's not the goat. I'm the goat. Yeah, man, John Bones is just digging himself a hole lately, bro. He just looks cringy anymore. 
He really isn't. I don't think Israel Adesanya is going to be able to beat John Jones, but I think anybody at heavyweight probably cleans his clock, unfortunately. I think Izzy's living in his head, though. I think, you know what I kind of think it is? I think it's jealousy. I think so. I think 100% it's jealousy, bro. People say that Israel looks like John Jones, which in the face, like if John is clean shaven, like I can kind of see it. But, I, know, I, still, I see, like, I think he, like, if I had to compare him, I think he would look more like um, Anderson. Mm, you know Just who he kind of looks like is uh, like a younger Uriah Hall with a like without the beard. Kinda. Is it Anderson and Hall fighting? Yeah, they're fighting this weekend. Actually, now that I think, is that Anderson's last fight? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Once I, I kind of agree there, you know. I don't want to see him mess up his legacy, bro. When he fought Daniel Cormier at UFC 200, like he, he, the nails were already in the coffin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he, he lose. He shouldn't have took a couple of those last fights. Well, he lost to Bisping, then he lost to Cannoneer, bro. Then he did he lose to Bisping though? <laughs> did he though? Dude, I need to go back and watch that fight. But I do too. But do you, as do you my memory when... holds me correctly, he did not lose to Bisping. Do you remember when he knocked Bisping down right at the bell, and then he just started bro, celebrating? <laughs> they went and got Bisping a coffee, and they brought it to him. And he drank it. He had a little snack, and then they were like, "No, the fight's like he's not knocked down." Herb Dean was so clueless in that fight. <laughs> he was just like, what the fuck is going on? Is, yeah, what is happening right now? I was trying to not say the F word, man. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to clean up my language, bro. Yeah, I feel bad. Your last couple of guests haven't cussed a lot, and then here I am. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to say anything. I don't yeah, know what I've said so far. You're good, dude. You're probably, you're probably okay. I think that's like... Like, that's when I, I know that, like, I'm growing as a person, is, like, when I start... Um, like, I'm more mindful of, like, what I say and, like, the words that I choose to use, if that makes sense. Like, I try not to curse and I, like... Try not to use the old sailor language, huh? Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying not to, but I'm just trying to, like, be a better person, man. I'm trying to be a good example, I guess. Joe Rogan cussing his podcast? Yeah. Awesome. He's he got should... the number one rated podcast ever, right? He should so... be ashamed of himself. You should just, just let it fly. Just let it fly. Man, Joe Rogan's dropped off for me tremendously. I think it's a lot just because of the... I don't like the studio, man. I don't like that red. I don't like red. Like I like color red, but like red lighting, I'm really, like, I don't like... It strains my eyes. Do you like my studio? Yeah, I do. I like how you ordered a poster for your studio and didn't realize it came with another picture on the back. Dude, that's fire, though, isn't it? I should, just oh, buy, cool. I should just buy another one so I have both sides. <laughs> <laughs> or just buy a rotating picture frame that just, like, every five seconds just, like, flips it. That'd be kind of cool if that was a thing. Would it, though? Yeah. It'd probably be massive. I'd have to, yeah, this thing's, like, over a foot wide. I'd have to, to get a pretty big-ass shelf for it, but... You'd have to have a lot of space for it to rotate. You turn it on, it just, like, knocks over a whole cabinet. <laughs> Whole bookshelf falls over. My cat comes in here, just knocks my cat off into the floor. You hear your cat go. Oh man, do you um, do you notice like as as like the older you get, like have you noticed like a difference in yourself? Yeah, yeah. I've seen a thing that I, you know, how Facebook gives you those memories that you shared. Oh, it'd be like oh, five years ago you shared this. Yeah, on this day. I think I had one that was like when I was 23 maybe 
and it was it said something like um if the person i was five years ago met the person i am now who how would they get along and when i when i wrote that i bet i felt very you know woke i was woke at the time probably you were one of them boys but now if the, if i met who i was five years ago i don't think i would like them you know I, can I don't agree. know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I can agree. And I also think that, A, like it's very powerful for you to come to grips with that. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's very powerful. I think Go ahead. just in two years, me and you have both grown quite a bit. I think so, too. I think so, I think so a lot. I mean, uh, if the if me now could have a conversation with me back then, I'd have probably kicked my own ass. <laughs> you know you know what I mean like well because like I've had struggles too bro like I've had struggles um like like you know like I had like a little uh, a little problem with drinking for a little bit so like you know um I think me now would definitely kick drunk me's ass I think it's important to like take time and uh reflect on things like this though I think so too. I feel like you should always be growing, you know, and I don't, for lack of a better vocabulary, I just, uh, I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> uh, We're completely sober, by the way. I think it was just the hour of fuckery we had with the, Dude, with I, the trying for, to record this for real whenever anybody listens to this they're gonna be like yo these guys literally just like bought a dime bag and just straight ripped it Kill I think it's a good thing to like look back and realize that you've grown yeah yeah there's and... things that like I do now that I wish I would have changed 10 years ago you know but uh we're so you're so young and naive I don't think you I don't think you really said on something for too long you know you know what i really like doing is uh like telling myself that i need to learn something every day like like you know like there's like i was sending you like physics videos last night and like i was like really interested in it. i was like yeah this is actually really cool but just even something like that i mean seemingly insignificant but just you're like you're always learning something and that's what I really like about podcasting with, like, absolute strangers. Because, like, a lot of the time, like, I have, like, you on here and I have, like, John and Jameis. Um, but, like, a lot of the time, like, I have strangers on here that teach me things that, uh, like, generally I wouldn't know or, um, like, not, I don't want to say subject myself to, but generally I wouldn't have uh, found out, if that makes sense. Yeah. I just you get like, to talk to people through all different walks of life and you... you... It's always good to try to learn something from people like that. I just like learning, man. Like, I just feel like if we if we choose to learn something, maybe not every day, but just like every week, just try to learn something new. Even you don't have to become like a rocket scientist in like this field, right? I mean, like basket weaving or whatever. But like, just learn something new, you know. And that's another thing is like your hobbies will change too. Like, like you know what I mean? Like your hobbies will change, and that's. I don't want to say like that's growth of growth as a person too, but like I've noticed like my hobbies have changed significantly from five years ago until now, and it's just because you know, like, weird I, is I've had some uh, like burnout on my hobbies. Well, it's, have it's, you had that? Yeah, sometimes. You know what I think it is too, and we kind of talked about it earlier with uh, Miss Brandy's call was when you put all your eggs into like a basket when you're like super depressed, 
and then you conquer like whatever you're going through then you're kind of like oh i don't want to build robots anymore <laughs> too too much of a good thing <clears throat> yeah yeah maybe, maybe that's what it is too much of a good thing or maybe you just like overload yourself with stuff like i remember like this is no lie and i don't think i've really told like that many people this story but like i had a fight one time and i got a knockout in the first round and training camp sucked ass bro training camp sucked so bad like i didn't think i was gonna make weight um like the last few pounds didn't want to fall off i was like stressed like i used to get really bad fight anxiety and i was just like stressing it bro and then i went in and i literally it took me less than three minutes to knock somebody out after i've just spent like six weeks like stressing and like depleting my body and like you know what i mean and so after that it's gotta day, feel had, good though isn't it for about an hour to get it over that quick for about an hour and then after that bro i didn't even go to the gym for a week after that bro because i, I was that, i was yeah i was just like burnt like not burnt out but i was just like i don't know i don't know i, I, a, I, I got a question for you yeah let's have it being somebody that has anxiety right what does fight nerves feel like when you're about to walk out in front of a bunch of people i went and threw up uh before my first fight and you remember in the casino in West Virginia? <laughs> I don't remember you throwing up, though. You up. was kind of all over the place. So that that organization was a little all over the place. I threw up before that. Um, it's weird, bro. Like, you you don't want to. And then the whole walk to the cage, you're just like, oh, I don't really want to do this. And then as soon as I get in there, it's like my brain would switch off. And I'd be like, all right, let's go. Because I've had, like, such an extensive career wrestling. Like, I had, like, I think, like, overall, like, I had over, like, 160 something like high school matches like i'm actually in my high school i'm like on a plaque for like winning over 130 some odd matches um does that give you like better preparation than like the average joe who's walking in with no experience i think so i think just having that that experience of like over 160 wrestling matches um and a lot of them were like at the highest level possible uh when it comes to like high school sports you know what I mean? Like districts, regions, states. I got selected to go to Australia and wrestle. Actually, do you remember that? To... Oh mate, you should have. You should have went on the. I know. The shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Home homeboy with an ankle picked a kangaroo, bro. No, I uh, yeah, I've like, <laughs> I've had like some really high level competition like wrestling. So I think that kind of like carried over to the point where like my brain knows, all right, like it's time to go. You know what I'm saying? And like I used to get that feeling, like that weird throw up. Uh, don't want to be here kind of feeling like whenever I would walk onto a wrestling mat or walk to the wrestling mat during matches but I don't know I'm I, like I'm a very cerebral person like wouldn't you say like I overthink things or like I will think of every possible scenario of things which sometimes is like a really good thing when it comes to fighting or wrestling um, or even like let's say like woodworking right? that's not a very good thing for normal life yeah but for normal life it's very uh, uh, Rubenesque. It's very, it's very aggravating. Do you ever think that um, <clears throat> it's gonna be hard to phrase this question. Let's say, let's say you was, let's just kind of use your life as a, say you wanted to join jujitsu, right? Before you joined, and let's say you knew you had like a, you had the wrestling base, you understood certain elements of jiu-jitsu and maybe you tried it once and you didn't go back do you ever think that there's like a time when you might try something and it might not work out but then eventually it's just going to click in your head and it's going to work 
Um, as far as like a hobby, you think? Well, like for me, for example, right? Like um, dieting and going to the gym have kind of been like my hobby for what do you say, like on and off, like five years. Oh yeah, a while. But I never took it serious. You know what I mean? And then it at the beginning of this year, it just seems like it all clicked in my brain and made so much more sense than what it did five years ago. Even though I knew the same amount of knowledge, maybe I just didn't apply it. Well, the practicality kicked in. And sometimes when you see results too, right? Because yeah. you'll see a lot of people who work super hard. Honestly, and like I'm not even gassing you up right now just because like you're my brother or like because you're on my podcast, but like you are like one of the smartest people I know when it comes to dieting. Um, and like as far as like exercises too, like you don't even need a gym, bro. Like you can get a full body workout with like just like your house, like just like your. No, I mean, you've done that before, <laughs> dude. It's so crazy. Like your your mind is just like like you're just like on a different level when it comes to like that kind of knowledge, right? But you're not gonna like you're not gonna think so. Like okay, so like this is the best example I can give, right? Is like every day you can go to the gym, you can start jujitsu. And you can just show up every day, and it's going to seem like a foreign language to you. But the second that you get a submission, like while you're rolling, then it's like it all makes sense. And I remember I had this moment when I was wrestling. I was in like ninth grade, bro, and like I'd been wrestling for a while. And I went out, um, and the kid that I was wrestling was like pretty good. And he had shot like a double leg. Excuse me, I had to, I had to burp. I don't really want to do it on the mic. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't want to be rude. Um, so this kid had shot a double leg, and I stuffed it. Like, I sprawled out really hard, and then I shoved his head down because that's, like, what you're supposed to do, like, one hand on the back of the head and then turn the corner and get get behind for your points. And I'd done it absolutely perfect. And I was like, oh, like, like everything you do in practice, like, when you, when you do, like, these King of the Hill or, like, live, like, wrestling scenarios, like, it makes sense at some point and like even I knew like before that like I understood why it worked I understood that it made sense and I'd done it throughout the year but it was like this one time that I'd done it and I'd done it well it was like my entire brain was just like excellent sir superb you know what I mean like it I wonder all... if there's something like I wonder if there's a there's got to be like some kind of term for this right for what we're both trying to say I mean it's just I don't, I don't really know what you would call it. I mean, I mean, I, I don't even know because you can't call it problem solving because you already know the answer, right? Yeah, maybe. I, I, I mean, I guess it's just maturity and experience too. Experience is a lot of it too, bro. Like, like, like you're saying, like you've been dieting and exercising for like five years. Like, I'm sure, like the very first year, like you've probably felt comfortable as opposed to now where like you truly do know exactly what you're doing to a science you know what i'm saying the experience probably uh probably accounts for a lot maybe truthfully like i have i have no idea what i'm trying to say but like you understand what i'm saying though like yeah it'd be like if a uh if a kid was t well i mean we can take like a math class right like you can sit there and you can do the the problems and understand how to answer the problems but one day you're going to be taking a test and you're just going to be like, oh, this is so much easier than I thought it was. Almost like mental clarity on the situation. Yeah. Somewhat, like a like a touch of clarity. And sometimes the mindset that you do these things in too. Right? Because sometimes... I guess so, yeah. I guess if, it, if it's kind of like if you, if you 
somebody who does drugs, if they don't want to do stop doing drugs, they're not going to, no matter how bad you want them to. Well, I guess you got to want it for yourself, right? Well, not only that. Um, so, like, let's say every morning you get up and you you follow your morning like breakfast routine to a T, and your morning workout routine to a T. And let's say like you're tired as shit most days of the week, like Monday through Thursday, you're tired as hell. But Friday, like Thursday night, you went to bed early and you woke up and you're feeling good Friday. Like, I feel like you're going to have a better understanding of why you're doing things as opposed to the rest of the week when you're tired, you're groggy, you're in a somewhat bad mood. We're just like armchair um, explaining this stuff too. If anybody understands like a better way to explain it, like please by all means like yeah, call, like a in, much call better in. Way. <laughs> call in. I'm. I mean, I think sometimes it's just clarity, bro. Or just experience, comfortability, if that's even a real word. I bet you Mason would know exactly what we're trying to say right now. I bet Mason's probably. Uh, he's probably weeping right now. I want to give Mason a hug, man. I kind of feel bad, man. I kind of do too, Mason. If you're listening, please call back in. And just, yeah, please. Just, yeah, call back in. Let us know. Just let us know that you're okay. I want to give him a hug, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That is very weird. It's very, I understand exactly what you're saying. I mean, you could use jujitsu as a prime example. Like, as a white belt, you truly don't really. I mean, you understand, but you don't. As a blue belt, you have more of an understanding, right? As a purple, brown, black, you know what I'm saying? Your experience goes up, and things make more sense. I guess it would have to be experience because, I mean, you your coach might be able to show you this is how you apply Kimura, and you might watch him do it a million times, and you might try to like, a hundred times before you fully under, understand it, but once you understand it, it's like second nature, right? And practice makes perfect, too, so that's like yeah. where the experience comes into play is, like, you, you train something every single day, even if it's not like a, like a physical activity. Let's say you're trying to write cursive every single day. Like, there's going to be a day where, like, all these YouTube videos and books that you've read just make perfect sense. You're driving a car. You know that you got to turn the wheel, accelerate, brake, give you signals. But when you first start learning how to do it, it seems so foreign, even though you've watched your parents do it. Oh, that is a prime example right there. And the more you do it now, like, (laughs) as terrible as it sounds, you know, some, some people, not me, not me, you know, be driving down the road messing with the radio, looking at their phone, you know what I mean? Like, getting something out of the back seat, you know what I mean? Like, it becomes second nature to somebody. You know what I My buddy used to say that he was like, he, he drove on autopilot. Like, since he got in a car, he, like, he kind of just zoned out and just, his body drove him somewhere. You know what I really hate is, like, if I'm in traffic or I'm driving down the highway and somebody passes me and I can see that they're on their phone. Is that I hate a- watching those videos where, like, motorcyclists confront people that are on their phone in a way like it's cringy but like where i ride a motorcycle so often bro like i'm right there with him bro oh no it's not it's not on that like anytime a motorcycle's near me i'm not touching anything you know what i mean the the like, blind the blind spots that you can just like find yourself in you, like, you know i'd much I mean? rather hit a car you know because <laughs> yeah. then more likely that person's safe but a person on a motorcycle bro as soon as they get as soon as, as soon as you hit them i mean it's going to be extremely hard to recover from that. I have a friend that was in a motorcycle wreck, and uh, they do damage. And when we were growing up, she had a club foot. Just putting that out there. Um, can you write cursive? I meant to ask you that a moment ago. I can, but it looks awful. Dude, my cursive is so bad. What about your signature? If you had to give your signature a 1 to 10 It's rate, okay. Uh, seven. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like my signature, bro. 
I, have you ever thought about like what if the next time you renew your driver's license you sign a different signature like do you think anybody in the world would notice I wonder if your signature is always different oh well no because those calligraphy experts would have to like you know what I mean they probably they have to find certain things that you do but I mean you can't make your ass the same height every time I wonder if there's some psycho out there that's like put a, a YouTube video together. It's like an 11 minute video of him just writing his name the exact same. Oh man, I want to look that up now. Do you ever worry about people like that? No. <laughs> you ever said quicker? Just like no, I was like I've never done that. <laughs> let me go. Let me just log on to my YouTube channel for a minute. Just make this video. Like, what do you mean? Like, just am I like? wigged out of psychotic people or people who write their name repetitively no like there's like there's a guy on youtube right and let's say that he wrote his name for 11 minutes straight okay do i worry about those people yeah there's a guy and i've seen his youtube channel months ago and i can't remember what he does but he does the same thing every day and uploads it oh what is i want to say it has something to do with eating is it the guy that um, he done like the time lapse of like a full year doing the same thing. Is it that guy? No, this dude, he literally uploads it every day and he's either drinking something or eating something. Oh yeah. That guy's a psycho for sure. So before we got going, you told me that you really liked me bringing up the, the weird news articles last week. Oh, bro, I loved it. <laughs> did you, did you like really like that? Yes. And I loved the dude's reaction to them. <laughs> the bro, poop knife, out. man. Dude, shout out when Eric was, the Great, bro. When he was like, they're selling these things. <laughs> <laughs> he was so perplexed, bro. Oh, died, man. Yeah, shout out Eric the Great, and uh, shout out the Another Booty Licking Track podcast, bro. That kid, he's funny, bro. Hey, yeah, bro, he had been cracking up. Um, I have three news articles for you. All right. All right. Are Going you ex- in this blind. I haven't heard these at all. Are you excited? I am. This, and so for anybody that's listening, like me and Scotty literally talk every single day of our lives. And I've st- I've not showed I didn't let him listen to any of the phone calls earlier and I did not let him in on the news articles. Right. These I'm glad just, too, man, because I I'd have went into this depressed with Mason, if you will, at this point. This first I'm probably depressed when I get off here. This first one's kinda tame, but it just like whenever you like say it back to yourself. Okay, you ready? No, I'm gonna say it in my head, yeah. Okay. A Riverside, California woman has Halloween fire decorations that are so realistic, people keep calling 911 on her house. <laughs> Bro. Does it have a picture of it? It has a video that I can't... You want me to send it to you? I can't I can't watch it right now because I'm on my phone. It, but... has, a, it has a video... Um... But the video is like of them interviewing her. Like the news interviewed her. ABC World News interviewed this woman. Her name is Carmen Long, if anybody's interested. I think she did a great job then, man. To replicate fire. Seems a, like a, a Riverside, time. California woman created a Halloween fire decoration so realistic. People keep calling 911. A Riverside. California woman. You know California's on fire right now, right? Oh, no. I forgot. Oh, shit. She is by far the worst... She is by far the worst neighbor to have. 
she's a troll, man. And uh, I give her double kudos for that. I feel like the world needs more trolls. Have you ever been to a, a haunted house that was like actually scary? Uh, every one of them. Yeah. I hate haunted houses, man. Bro, me and you were in a haunted house one time together. That was the fucking worst haunted house of my life. That was I think a... it's probably what made me hate them. That was pretty. You weird. know, when our parents, when our family did that, that's growing up. I remember it being really cool. And the one year they handed it to us to do it, we just fucked up the whole legacy. They never did it again. Did we take the blade off the chainsaw? Uh, I don't think you did. Press F for respect. <laughs> Press F in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually concerning me now, not knowing if I took the blade off or not. I thought, I th- I'm pretty sure that you hit something with it and you like really messed something up, but I, I, I can't like sit here and swear to that. But I think you actually like cut something with it. After chasing people with it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Halloween is like really my favorite time of year, bro. <laughs> it's about to be the day that sent you to jail, my boy. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Disorderly goat takes over cop car, headbutts deputy, and eats all of his paperwork. <laughs> Where was this at? In Georgia. Man, says, that is... It says here, a sheriff's deputy in Georgia had a run-in with the baddest of the bad last week when she returned to her cruiser to find a goat had overtaken it. The Douglas County Sheriff's Office said the unnamed deputy was serving civil papers at a home during the encounter. She typically leaves her car door open as she had to retreat from vicious dogs in the past. Uh... Footage from the Harry situation showed the goat in the front seat and was busily eating the deputy's paperwork. <laughs> then, after leaving the vehicle with a mouthful of delicious papers, the goat delivered a headbutt a headbutt to the deputy's knees, knocking her down before hoofing it from the scene of the crime. Yep, read me the first lines of that whole article again. Oh, I just I just clicked off of it. Hang on one second. I'm bringing it right back up. Oh, man, that is awesome, though, isn't it? It is incredible. Okay, it says, Disorderly goat takes over officer's car, headbutts a deputy, uh-huh. and eats all the paperwork. Keep going. A sheriff's deputy in Georgia had a run-in with the baddest of the bad last week. Right there, right there, right there. The baddest <laughs> of the bad. <laughs> the baddest <laughs> Did they do that in the article? Is it like a bunch of A's? No, unfortunately not. Oh man, what a missed! <laughs> they really dropped the ball. Yeah, they did say they did say he was hoofing it from the crime. Yeah, that was good. Uh, do you think they're gonna charge that goat? I would sure hope not. Where are they gonna put him? Charge him, put him down, man. They put dogs down for biting people. You ain't gonna put a goat down for breaking your kneecaps and eating your paperwork. <laughs> your boss ain't gonna believe that. Uh, they had footage though. That's what's even crazy. You know, you know they oh, had to leave her. Know. They had to leave her unnamed because everybody else would just flame her. Oh yeah, bro. She's getting made fun of for the rest of her life. But... You know what they could do is like they could really take the goat to jail and just let it eat the the grass. You know, keep the grass nice and tight on the yard. <laughs> they put that put that goat on a plane, and send it to Riverside, California. Oh, that's where you send that goat. Bro. They made for each other. Do you think that that goat could hold a water hose? 
They probably chew a water hose. My goat chewed through a. Uh, he well, he's working on a tire right now because I I dug a hole and like buried half of a tire for him to like jump on and he's just chewing on it now. He just does Dover. Yeah, he just does not get it. <laughs> he's be chewing through. Um. Okay, so New York man fakes death to avoid jail, but typo gives him away. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, a Long Island criminal defendant tried faking his death to avoid a jail sentence, but the phony death certificate his lawyer submitted had a glaring spelling error that made it a dead giveaway. Robert Berger, 25, of Huntington, New York, now faces up to four years. <laughs> I'm sorry. He faces four years in prison if convicted in the alleged scheme. So, I'm I'm assuming this guy was probably looking at some serious time to 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 fake his death. To fake your own death, yeah. You you. Mm-hmm. What is the minimum amount of time that you would have to be offered before you would fake your own death? I think anything over. 10 years I would probably try to fake my own death uh, this says it'll never cease to amaze me the length some people will go to avoid being held accountable on criminal charges Nassau <laughs> County District Attorney Madeline Singas said in a telephone interview um, I'm trying to find the actual mistake what did he write yeah oh, he misspelled registry he, he spelled it registry Mm, rookie mistake. Rookie mistake, bro. What a. Let me see. You deserve to be there, Rob Berger, or whatever your name is. It says uh, manner of death is a suicide, cause of death, strangulation. I mean, he actually put it together. Like, it looks very real when you first look at it. Um, I'm actually trying to find the mistake, and I've not even found it yet. I've still not found it, bro. Oh, yeah. Look here for we, the word registry. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, issued by New Jersey Department of Health, Office of Vital Statistics and Registry. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, when he was typing it up, he's like, man, this shit looks so real. He was like, yeah, I'm going to get a waiver. <laughs> he's like, I bet I can sell these to people. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm going to do now. I'm going to live my life making fake death certificates for people. Could you imagine, like? I bet he made. I bet he made one for somebody else, bro. And I bet they're just fucking pissed oh. right now. <laughs> oh god! Could you imagine how mad they're gonna rob you, mother ever? You couldn't even spell fucking registry right. <laughs> oh man! I thought he was gonna misspell his name or something. Oh, how great would that be? I misspelled my name earlier on something. There's sometimes when I'm writing my name in cursive, going back to that, and I misspell it, and I just I just roll with it. I was literally like just I was writing and talking, and so I wrote Tom like T H O M, and then I just started putting B Y because I was like I was like talking, and I was like all right bye. <laughs> it said Tom B. I was like what the what the hell am I doing? That's the worst when you're trying to like speak and like you're trying to say something to somebody, but send a text to another person, and you start either saying what you're texting or texting what you're saying. I know I said that I only had uh, three, 
but I actually have another one if you're if you're ready for this. Oh yeah, throw throw it to me. Doctor Phil begs TikTok followers to stop calling him Daddy. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody should stop calling Doctor Phil Daddy. I think they should keep it keep it up. I don't like Doctor Phil. I like him, but I mean, he does say some prickish shit. So if this gets under his skin, then so be it. I uh, why are they calling him Daddy? I don't. I'm not up to TikTok date, I guess. It's just a bunch of trolls, isn't it? Like that's just all TikTok can be is a bunch of trolls. Have you ever seen that guy who like pisses his dad off constantly? Oh yeah, angry grandpa. No, no, no. This dude, he's on TikTok, and he, his dad's from like his dad was born in Nigeria, and I, I think they moved to America. And he like, he'll do like, really American shit, like dressing up like Papa Roach and singing, and it like fucking he kills his dad. Like his dad just looks like every time he sees him, he just looks pissed off. But uh, there was like a old video. I don't know where it really came from, but this this guy's yelling at this group of kids and like one of the kids looks at him and he's like daddy chill <laughs> so this this dude does it to his dad and he's like daddy chill and his dad gets so triggered <laughs> you know what's awesome about i guess t- this is the new wave you know what's awesome about tiktok is like i discover a different account to follow like every day bro hey man do you have the same trouble i do like i'll follow all these accounts and then i'll never go to my following tab Oh, every single day, bro. I have to remind myself it's there. Yeah, man. That's sad. You remember the Cowboy Cow? Cowboy Kale, bro. Yeah. Kale, man. Do you, do you watch his TikTok? Yeah, that's my little buddy right there. He's got some funny ones, man. I watched that kid that pisses off his grandma. Have you ever seen it? What is his name? I know you talking. Lars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. he done that thing where he's like, all right, grandma, close your eyes and stick out your finger. She sticks her oh, he turned out. around and pulled his pants down. He pulls his pants down, but he shoves her hand in like a jar of Nutella. And when, yeah. she, when she opens her eyes, she throws up. I was like, oh, God. But I think the best like Nutella pranks is when people would go in the bathrooms and they would um, ask for toilet paper and then like rub Nutella on a stranger's hand. Bro, for one, you know how brave you are rubbing a stranger's hand in a bathroom to begin with? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not even the power of Nutella is going to, like, man, that's gross. <laughs> it's so gross. But people get so pissed off. Have you ever seen those those pranks where people pee underneath the stall? Yeah, I think, like, the same people would do the, the Nutella ones. I would probably jump. There's one where a dude fail. <laughs> oh, my God. I would beat somebody to death, I think. Oh man, there's a there's a guy on Instagram I follow. It's like Savage Sean or something. I'll send you one of his links, bro. He does some. He's a brave man. How did we not prank each other when we were growing up? I don't know. We just we just did. I mean, I guess we did, but our version of pranking each other was inflicting pain on one another. I can't you know, really think of a throw, time throwing even... you in the bush. I can't even think of a time, hell yeah, I can't even think of a time, like, in our adult life when we really, like, pranked each other. And we've had, like, excellent yeah, I'm opportunities. I'm sitting here trying to think of it, too. You pranked me once, man. <laughs> had me fucked up. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. The mirror? The mirror. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna oh. let you go ahead and take this one, my boy. Alright, so it's spooky season. A couple of years ago. And 
I used to break into your house a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But it was mainly it was mainly to like run in and use your bathroom because you have like one of the best bathrooms in the world. Or you would you'd like use my computer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like use you your computer. You didn't have a desktop at the time, yeah. Right. So I would I would just like and you know Scotty was never cool. He's never be like, hey, here's a key, bro. You know you're here all the time. You pretty much live here. Yeah, I should have done that. Yeah, I'm still a little salty about that. But anyway, so it's it's spooky season. You know, I'm at the Dollar Tree. You know, balling it up, <laughs> and I see these window clings. And I, I bought a bunch of them, and they're like, uh, one of them was like a face, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a fucking, like, an old Victorian woman's face. And then there's, like, blood, uh, like, splatter. No, so, it was just a, it just, no, it was just an old Victorian woman's face, man. Oh, yeah, it's because you called me, and I had to come over to your house and take the blood splatter down, but the blood splatter was in the bottom bathroom. Oh, see, well, I didn't even get to that, then. <laughs> Regardless, so, I took this window clean. And uh, I waited until Scotty and, and uh, Scotty and Co were gone, and and so I really felt bad because like if Little would have walked in there and seen it, like I'd probably felt bad, <laughs> but probably not. Anyway, so Scotty and Little went to like uh, to Duncan to get coffee, and I just happened to like slip into his house and put this old Victorian woman like wall cling on his bedroom mirror, <laughs> and then I just dipped. I think I probably went to Duncan. We probably passed each other. We <laughs> probably did. <laughs> and uh, so then like 30 minutes later, I get a call. Because I live like five minutes away from you at the time. Yeah. And I get a phone call. And you're absolutely frantic marching around your house with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like ready to shoot somebody. Did it scare you like when you walked in and seen it? This is what happened. So I came home and I still remember this exact moment. I used my last two pieces of bread to make a grilled cheese sandwich, right? And I'm looking forward to this grilled cheese sandwich. And I'm going to go upstairs, and I think I was going to play PlayStation or something. So I walk upstairs, and I'm not even looking in the bedroom or anything. And, like, as I'm passing the mirror, I glance over, and I see this fucking face looking at me. <laughs> and, like, I just got to stop dead in my tracks, but, like, my sandwich kept moving, so my sandwich fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, pause. Like I was, pause. <laughs> I feel so bad, bro. <laughs> so like, I'm just sitting there staring at this mirror, and it was a creepy fucking decoration as well because it wasn't even like a, like a vampire or you know something strictly Halloween. It was just like fucking eerie looking. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so I just immediately grabbed my gun and, like, just checked every room in the house. And, like, it didn't even register in my head that you probably was the one that done it. Like, I was just like, bro, somebody's fucking with me. Like, I'm going to have to call the cops because who just breaks into someone's house and puts a picture of an old Victorian lady on a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And you denied it. Like, I was like, yo, bro, you've been over my house? You're like, no, I'm, I'm like, in, like, in Bristol. And I was like. No, you you've been in here and you was like, no man, I ain't been there today. And I was like, fuck. And like I think I hung up and no, you called me back. You, you said you said I gotta call the cops. I'll be right back. And you hung up on me. <laughs> so now I'm just like, oh god, I've gotta call him gently because like all of his neighbors hear me break into your house. <laughs> I wonder how many times somebody was leaving and they looked over and you were sitting there shimming my door with a credit card to get in. I waved at somebody one time, bro, and they sat in their car for a minute. 
<laughs> it was the day. It was the day that uh, you and Little were going somewhere in Bristol, and I was driving back to Florida. And I told you, I was like, "Hey, me and Albert are gonna go to your house because I gotta use." Your oh yeah, I remember that. And there was somebody. Albert sat outside in the car and was like waiting on me. And as I'm shimming the door, he blows the horn at me, and I turn around, and there's just like a little old lady just like sitting there, like, like what the hell? <laughs> How traumatic would that be? If like if she just sits you there, just waved I, at him. I just yeah, dude, I I just waved. I didn't know what to do. But like, how traumatic would it have been if I just like broke in and like five seconds later I come out like holding you, like like I'm obviously abducting <laughs> you, should, you. You should have went and took the mirror, bro. Bro, I did not think, dude. You went zero to one hundred, bro. I didn't think, I didn't think you were gonna do that. Bro, it's scary, bro. You know, it's even I think scarier. I was watching like a lot of horror movies at the time too. And that's, that's probably, probably why you like don't watch them. Do with it. It's probably why it probably you don't watch them now. Well, see, like a couple years prior to that, I had watched The Woman in Black. Have you ever watched that movie? No, not at all. What is that? Or The Lady in Black. It's got Harry Potter in it, right? Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, and it's he just sucks. like It's just this movie, like he goes to this house to like do the insurance paperwork or something. And it's being haunted by this old woman. In a long black dress, so it's pretty fucking creepy. Like, but I remember watching that movie one night, and like, I went upstairs to go to bed, and like, I looked down my stairs as I was like shutting the light off, and I had this witch hanging on the back of my door, but I forgot about it, you know, because it's just been sitting there like all October. So like, as soon as like my hand hit the light switch, I seen the witch at the bottom of the stairs, bro. And I just froze. <laughs> it scared me to death. And then the old Victorian lady. So yeah, I think that's why I'm. That's why I won't go to haunted houses because of you. I tried to slump a. Lady a uh, I tried to slump a coat rack one time. Just like you straight. One? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because... I didn't know you was trying to say you were trying to steal the coat rack. Or... No, I tried to slump it, bro. Me and me and Brooke went to like a little, you know, two dollar margarita night at Chili's, bro, and she drove us home. And she unlocked the door. She goes in first. So I just like see this coat rack and I was like, intruder! And just socked it, bro. And then I was like, oh, that's not an intruder. And Brooke's like, take your drunk ass to bed. I was like, all right, babe. Yeah, other than that, I don't think we ever played any pranks, did we? No, not at all. We missed a lot of really good opportunities. I want to say there was a time where we like tried to or thought thought about it. One time, one time you got out and you went inside of a gas station. I put your car in reverse while you were in there, and I was just like waiting for you to jump in, or <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for it to back up. <laughs> oh man, what a good! I remember. Uh, what a good time. I remember we a had. conversation with me and you, and you was talking about fighting squirrels or some shit like that. We was in Bristol. We was looking for that not your father's root beer, like when it first came out. Oh, bro, that stuff was so bad. It was terrible, but we had this big long conversation, and like I remember recording it at some point, and you were talking about jabroni bitch smacking and giving stone cold stunners to things. Like I don't remember exactly how it went, but I remember we were like laughing so hard. I think we had to pull the car over at one point. Oh, bro, down on A Street, bro. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, man, what a good time, dude! I told the story the other day on the podcast about how you paid money for Mumford and Sons, and I seen that shit for free. I didn't pay money for it. I saved it for free too. Oh, really? How'd you get the tickets? I didn't get the tickets. I sat on like uh like that bank, that big bank. 
and there's huge like um, ledges where the trees are planted i set up on top of that and watch bro i thought you told me for sure you had tickets to that bro i told a bad story then i thought for sure you mm-hmm. paid for it bro and i was like hyped up the other day just thinking about how you paid for it and i didn't it was a no. good show it was a good show arguably the best version of them as well oh true like 100 percent. that first album bro sign no more is such a good album bro babel was really good too though babel was really good but like uh whenever they what was the one after that where they went acoustic uh it wasn't delta was it no delta was that last album they put out the one before that wild or something uh i didn't like delta but i liked the the after one the I'm bringing it up now. Uh, Wilder Mind. I liked Wilder Mind. To that a was point. before Delta. Yeah, to a point. I liked uh, Believe. Like I liked The Wolf. Um, That's whenever they first introduced um, guitars, though, like electric guitars. Mm-hmm. They, they and I feel like it's kind of when they lost their roots almost. Because like, I don't think they play banjo and stuff like that no more, do they? Mandolin and all that crazy stuff. They don't have like that. It's like few and far between. But you know who like kind of replaced them for us? Or, like Trampled by Turtles? No. What? No. Yeah, dude, because like when I stopped listening to Mumford, I started hardcore listening to, to Trampled. Hold on, hold on a second. So Mumford lost their folk sound in a way when they released Wilder Mind, yeah? Uh, yeah. I when still like Trampled that. by Turtles, the, s- when they, they stopped losing theirs was Wild Animals, yeah. Is that not weird? Wilder Mind and Wild Animals was dude, both. they're getting wild, bro. We got wild they're on the podcast. They're getting wild, man. We're getting pretty wild, man. We got wild on this podcast, man. We get... Dude, it, what's wild to me is how it took us so long to get started. It's been about a three-hour process. <laughs> I love it, bro. Bro, if you want anybody to find you after this podcast, where do they go? Uh, Insta, Instagram. Instagram. Scotty.blackburn. You should go follow my boy. He's a pretty neat dude. He posts a lot of 1975 lyrics. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Dude, when we seen him live, honestly, it's probably one of the best performances I've ever been to. Bro, I, I want to see him live again so bad. That was such a good concert. COVID's really fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like, I like concerts. Like, I love going to concerts, but, like, I don't at the same time. How crazy is it that we've seen such a big band so local? Right? We didn't have to go Like an hour there. drive. We didn't have to, dude, you remember that drive, too? That drive was nice, bro. It was, and then we went to IHOP after. Like, the perfect time of year. Yeah. That's crazy. I've really enjoyed speaking with you tonight. And, I mean, we're going to talk as soon as I hit the end record button, but. Yeah, I'm going to make French toast. Oh, that sounds so good, bro. That sounds so good. Make me some. Yeah, I'll mail it to you. Postmates it. Postmates it to you. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening to the podcast today. <laughs> thank you to all the calls that we've got, and I encourage everybody to continue calling. The phone number I got to bring it up because I did not write it down. The phone number is five zero two six nine four zero seven four nine. Give us a call. Uh, tell us your name and your location. You can be as vague as you want. You can change your name. I really don't care. But tell us your name, your location. Leave us a cool message, ask questions. Uh, we will try to help you as best as possible. As always, thank you to Phone Soap. Thank you to Quick Sesh. Also, check out Future Kimonos and Game Up CBD. The links are in my bio. Once again, my brother, incredible.
Thank you, mate. Love you, bro. Love you.